0: God is not only a remarkable, successful 13-year titan in business with having multiple businesses that generate multiplied millions of dollars. If that plan happens to be to build a million-dollar company, which I can help you do. But he's humble. He's a man of God. He's a family man. The world's news organizations are built on everything but positivity. He is an influential entrepreneur and business speaker for over 30 years. I've got to forecast. I've got to pronounce. I've got to project. I've got to share with you my ideas, my vision, my goals, for not only myself, but for you. That's why he came up with his incredible concept of taking and creating a platform for people that are wired differently. And you've got to understand that your habits of your person and your habits of your business, and your habits of your spirituality have to lead to the North Star of who you are. We need to figure out who we want to be in life. Morning, good morning, good morning everybody, good afternoon. I don't know what time zone you're in. I know you're all over the world. I see the followers climbing. I had a great show yesterday. This whole week has been Fantastic! It's a Wednesday morning, and I've got so much I've got to do. But I, I realize that the first thing I have to do every morning is get up, go through the reps, do the routine, and I look forward to this show. I look forward to uh, the people. I look forward to the feedback. I look forward to showing up. I I look forward to the victory of the show and I, and I think that it's important that you guys understand how much you bless me. I think it's important that you understand how much and how important it is for all of us to to understand uh, what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about a lot of things today, but it's all going to be centered around this idea, this idea of faith and courage. I want people to understand. I want to get right to it this morning. I want to talk to you about faith. I want to talk to you about courage. I want to inspire you in this, this process that we have to go through as not only believers in our personal life, believers in our God, but believers in our business mindset. You know, all of us are in business. All of us are doing business. All of us are not always doing business in, let's say, a commerce way, but we're doing the business of life. We're doing the business of friendships. We're doing the business of relationships and there is an art to business. There is this idea of business. There's this thing about business that I love so much and that I want to share with you. Remember that the show is based around the premise of teaching and talking, inspiring and encouraging you on the three core principles of what Wired Differently Coaching is about. I want to be able to build you personally. I want to help build you spiritually and I want to help build you profitably or fruitfully. And what it all comes down to, as a matter of fact, no matter what it is, no matter what you're doing, no matter what your business is, no matter if it's a personal, spiritual, or profitable for your own e-commerce business, it's always going to come down to faith and courage. And I titled this show. I said, Daniel, don't make me say it again. I said, Daniel. Don't make me say it again. I said, Daniel, don't make me say it again. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Biblical character Daniel was really what motivated me to think about this message this morning and motivated me to think about where is my life? How do I compare to a man by the name of Daniel? Daniel is a biblical character. He is a leader of the Old Testament. That's before Jesus Christ arrived and was born. Daniel Daniel is a, an amazing, epic character in the Bible. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Daniel. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, Daniel's character, Daniel's faith, Daniel's courage, because I it's a good example that God put in the Bible for us to understand that we must have faith. We must have courage. But before I go to Daniel, I want you to, I want to just kind of, Let's just slip away into a more, more recent Daniel story in this world that we live in, something maybe more of you have even heard about in America here. There was a man by the name of Joe Kennedy, and he was a football coach. He literally coached a high school football team in Washington, and uh, the Bremer, the, the Bremerton, Washington High. And actually, he wasn't the head football coach. And I, I was aware of the story over time, over time, and I kind of followed it. In 2015, I remember, that's a long time ago, right? But it stayed in the news cycle, came in and out, came in and out, until finally the Supreme Court ruled on Joe Kennedy's uh, crime actions. Well, Joe Kennedy really didn't create any crime, but uh, he lost his job at a high school football coaching uh, team in Bremerton, Washington. And he was not the head coach, but he was the assistant coach. But he lost his job. He lost his job for what? What? No, not for looking at bad things or getting involved with things that he shouldn't get involved with. No, he lost his job because he proceeded to pray on the football field after the games. Now, listen, this isn't a story that, that um, only is for Christians. This is a story for convicted people. This is, this is a story for all faiths. This is a story for, you know, the world as we know it and where we're basically Creeping into this space of you know, keep your own space, mind your own business, you know. Don't don't try to, you know, don't try to be spiritual on me. Well, Joe Kennedy went out there and he prayed. He prayed. The kids prayed to him. The students prayed to him. The players prayed to him. The, the the parents got behind the fact that he was praying, but the school was not going to have any of it. Like we don't want our teacher out there praying on a football field. We don't want him praying. We don't want him influencing our children that they should be praying. We don't want him telling them the biblical principles through prayer. We don't, we don't want that happening. And as the, as, the, as the parents rose and the simmer started to boil a little bit, one weak principle and some other weak uh, committee members decided that they weren't going to have it either. They didn't want the hassle. They didn't want the pressure even though they weren't hurting anybody, even though that the students asked for it, even though it was on their own free time, right? Even though it was just a simple prayer. It wasn't over the loudspeaker. It wasn't written down written and handed out in tablets. It was just a man, some people praying to their God. Ultimately, in 2015, Joe loses his job and he decides to fight it. So for the next, let's see, 15 Almost at eight, nine, eight years, he fought it in battle, and he took it to the Supreme Court through years and years and years and years. And finally, the Supreme Court ruled that Coach Joe, Coach Joe Kennedy, the assistant coach of Bremerton, Washington High, was found not guilty and was restored his job back to coaching football at Bremerton, Washington High. In 2023, some eight years to figure out whether a man can pre whether a man can pray openly in a school setting, but he was exonerated. But here's the thing I want to tell you: is Coach Joe ended up winning the court case, ended up winning the Supreme Court case, ended up winning uh, the, the the hearts and minds of several people in uh, Bremerton, Washington. And, and then when the school got the hand down from the Supreme Court that he was found not guilty of doing anything wrong, that he should not have lost his job, the school gave him his job back. They were forced to give him his job. back. Now, here's where Daniel comes in. Here's where faith comes in. Here's where courage comes in. Where I want to pull this together is Joe Kennedy took his job back and he went out for the first game of the season. As an assistant coach again, I'm sure he got his same remedial pay, maybe $2,000 to go through all of his shenanigans of eight years in Supreme Court and attorneys and laws and how he ever paid for it. I don't know how the ridicule he took it. I don't know Well, how he kept the perseverance over eight years and not working at a job that he loved and being persecuted. I don't know, but he did it. Thank you, Joe. And as he took the field for the first game, he went out there, they won the game, and he did exactly what they had hoped it, the, the world thought he was going to do. After the game, he walked out and he prayed. But here's the ending of the story, and here's where I want to talk about courage, and here's where I'm it faith. I'm going to read the news article, because I wasn't aware of this ending exactly the way it was. Here's the news article, September second, two 2023. I'm going to read this to you because it, it just, it, it's just it's, it's astonishing to me how this world is and where faith, conviction, and Daniel, and all this stuff is going to come together for us. Birmingham, Washington, AP, the assistant high school football coach in Washington State who lost his job during a controversy over his public post-game prayers was back on the field Friday after the U.S. Supreme Court held his practice, was protected by the Constitution. Constitution protected him. He could pray on the field. Joe Kennedy strode along the midfield, comma, knelt and prayed for about 10 seconds after his Burmington High School football team beat visiting Mount Douglas Secondary School 27 to 12 Friday night. Now here's here's where I'm gonna kick this thing off this morning. Kennedy was not joined by any athletes, or others on the nearly empty field. There was scattered applause from the modest crowd at Memorial Stadium. I prepared a whole message on Daniel this morning, and I was scrolling, trying to figure out, you know, what's a modern day Daniel in this this world, who's somebody we can relate to in our life. because we're we're going to be persecuted we're going to be told we can't do something we're going to be told that we're not good enough we're going to be told that our ideas are dumb we're going to be told that you know don't think like that it's it's too big you're out of a you're out of the machine you're just a you're just a little guy your ideas aren't going to matter the big conglomerates are going to eat you up you can stand up for what you want, but you're going to get swallowed up in this world. You know, you, you know, Todd, you're just never going to be able to make a payroll company. You know, Todd, it's not going to be the Donut Capital World. You know, Todd, you know, she'll never marry you. You know, Todd, you you you'll never be able to coach or or lead a team, you know, Todd, you're never going to be tall enough, you know, Todd, you know, bald guys are are looked at kind of awkwardly, you know, Todd, you know, you're not fast enough, you know, Todd, you're not strong enough, you know, Todd. You can pray to your God all you want, but you're just not going to be, you know, what the world sees you and wants you to be, you know, Todd, you know, and we have these things. We have these things going through our head and we have these Daniel moments. We have this, this whole idea about faith and courage and all of us are kind of sitting here and we're wondering, what's he going to say next? Well, miracle, you are a misfit and coach, coach Joe Kennedy. I love this guy. You don't have to be a Christian to respect this man. You don't you don't have to be a Muslim to respect this man. You don't have to be a faith-based person in any regards to respect this man. If you can't respect a person who stands up for their convictions, then who are you? What what kind of person are you? And so as my audience, as wire Differently audience, I want to challenge you this morning. I want you to understand, what are you standing up for? What is it in your life that you can literally fight and go to the Supreme Court for? What is it in your life that you're not going to back down over? I mean, we have to have these moments in our life. We have to have these Joe Kennedy moments, or we're just going to be wafting in the wind like everybody else, running from uh, the machine, running from someone's persecution, running from someone laughing at us, running. of. You know, you think about Donald Trump right now. I mean, you think, look, look, you know, you don't have to love the guy, but isn't there a piece of you that's got to respect the man who keeps coming back? After persecution, after persecution, after persecution, after spending money, after money, after money punching back, fighting back, saying this, 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 doing what he feels is best. Now, I I got to tell you, I'm not here to do, I'm not a pundit for Donald Trump, and I'm not trying to take away from the fact that I voted for Donald Trump. I'm just trying to tell you that there are people in this world that do have the will, the strong will to persevere and to carry on, regardless of what the world is saying to him or them, right? And that's the Daniel moment I want to talk about this morning. And, you know, and here's the thing about joe kennedy there were several games where he was going out there to pray i'm sure of it that people were writing him notes and dropping him letters and you know threatening him and telling him he can't do these things and you're going to lose your job and i'm not going to put up with this i'm going to literally not only take your high school job and i'm going to go into your real world job and i'm going to take your income this is the type of persecution I get, I get from Sat from Pakistan. I get a message after message after message from her. They're being persecuted over there for lifting up Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. People are getting killed over there. Young kids are getting kicked out of their communities. Kids are being taken. I mean, the stories and the images she shows me is horror. And so what I want you to understand is is that my call to you this morning is to understand faith and courage. My call to you this morning is I want to give you an idea. I want you to start looking for your Daniel moment. You see, Daniel, 15 minutes into this, I want you to understand Daniel was a biblical figure in the Old Testament. Daniel was literally uh, born a Jewish boy into some type of royalty sometime between the age of eight and ten. The the Babylonian uh, leadership came and took him as a slave child because he was so handsome. So he, he was a nice-looking man, and then they took him. And then the king and the, the people and the Babylonian leadership, they raised him and they created him into the human being that they wanted to be, but he knew his Lord, God. And he never wavered from that. So Daniel is this epic figure in the Old Testament who was taken from his Jewish beliefs and his Jewish nation, put into a, you know, more of a pagan Babylonian leadership nation that had multiple gods. But he aspired and was lifted up in a leadership moment because he could understand dreams. He could interpret dreams, and the kings knew he was wise, and so they elevated him over years and years and years. And he went through series of kings, one king, Nebuchadnezzar, and then ultimately um, the last king, and the name is drawing blank to me right now, but at the Nebuchadnezzar, he, this before even all this, he ran around with a couple of guys by the name of Meshach, Shirach, Oh, my, my. uh my help me out here guys type them down for me um shadrach meshach and abednego those guys were some of his buddies running around the community with and they were tempted they were challenged in their faith as well and as daniel grew up and those guys grew up they were those three boys got thrown in a fire they said if you're not gonna kneel to me and you're gonna continue to pray to god i'm gonna throw you into the fire and they said we don't care throw us in the fire Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, throw us in the fire. We don't care. So the king throws Nebuchadnezzar, throws him into the fire, and and he looks at him. He turns the heat up in the fire extra hot, and he watches his kids walk in there. And all of a sudden, he doesn't see three, he sees fours, and he realizes that these kids walk out there, not even a hair was singed. And he says, Give them whatever they want, his God is great. Daniel saw that. Down the road, Daniel gets challenged some of the other times. He's 80 years old, and he was being lifted up to be the leader of the, the, the whole kingdom below the king. And some of the people in the kingdom said, listen, all the other leaders, said, we don't want this, this Jewish guy to be taking the leadership on. And we don't know that we can find some muck on him. So they go out there and start digging around and looking up some dirt on him, just like they did Donald Trump and every politician that works up. But not, things haven't changed one bit. I mean, they go out, they, they don't like the leader. They look for social media. They look for dirt. They make up stories. They were doing it back then, but they couldn't find anything on Dan. The leaders of this Babylonian kingdom didn't want him to be a leader beneath the king, so they looked for dirt, but they couldn't find any dirt. So they said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to create some dirt. We're going to create some chaos so that Daniel will not be appointed. So they went to the king and they said, king, 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 we want you to understand that for the next 30 days, we think it's best that you pass an edict that anybody who prays to anything or anybody other than you will be thrown in the lion's den. And these people, these, these pious leaders, knew that, that Daniel was praying three days, three day, times a day. And if they could just catch him praying in this 30 day window, then they would have him. And sure enough, the king passed the law in his ego minded set. And sure enough, they trapped Daniel praying. Do you see, Daniel was not going to not pray. Joe Kennedy was not going to not pray. Daniel and Joe Kennedy were not going to not pray. They were not going to bow down to another Lord. They were convicted. They had faith and they had courage. And I'm going to talk to you about faith and courage. Joe Kennedy and Daniel did exactly what was asked of them by their Lord and Savior. And Daniel said, I will kneel. I will do it three times a day. They grabbed him. They arrested him. And they took him to the king. And the king said, you did pray. He said, yes, I did pray. And the king loved Daniel. And the king looked at Daniel and he said, I cannot help you. Maybe your God can help you. But I must throw you in the lion's den. They took Daniel, escorted him to the lion's den, shut the door, and left him in there overnight. The king woke up the next morning. And he said, is Daniel alive? What happened to Daniel? And they ran down there and they opened up the gate. And they, as they opened up the gate, Daniel, some 80 years old, strolled out of the lion's den, unencumbered. God had closed the lion's mouth. The king said, he lived. He is a godly man. Exalt him. Help make him the leader. This is what we do. So, as we process through this, Daniel's idea of faith and courage was this that he didn't look back. Joe Kennedy's faith and courage was to stay convicted. The, the, the lions were handled by God. The Supreme Court handled the school through their way of thinking. These things happen in our life. And I wanted to just parallel this idea of Joe Kennedy, the coach, and uh, Daniel uh, in this leadership in our ability to be faithful and courageous. And so I wanted to break down real quick here what is faith? Faith is believing in the unseen. Faith is believing in something that we're convicted to. Faith is this idea that we can't put an exact science to it. And we have to have faith. We have to have faith in our businesses. We have to have faith in ourselves. We have to have faith in our marriages and our relationships. There's just certain things we can't control in our life, and we have to have faith that the idea of the goodness and God and our processes will work out in our life. Now, courage, on the other hand, Daniel showed courage, and uh, Coach Joe Kennedy showed courage. Courage is this idea of when we put action to our faith. You know, it's one thing to have faith and just think about it and say, I believe, I believe, I believe in God. I believe, I believe in the Constitution. I believe, I believe in this leader. I believe, I believe, I believe. But when we're challenged to support or back up our beliefs or to show the world on the outside how we feel, now, That is faith in action, where we're forced to put our name on the line, our face on the line, or get on a podcast and say, I love God, or I love the Lord Jesus. That is faith. That is courage, right? Because the world doesn't want us to say those things. The world, there are haters out there in every genre of this world that they're going to be pushing back. and We just, as human beings, don't want to be on the other side of wrong. We, we always want to be on the right side. We always want to be, well, I, I voted for him, or I voted for him, or this or that. We, we just don't want to be persecuted. We, want, we don't want to be maligned. We don't want to be judged. We just don't, we just don't want the drama. But that's, but that's not what why differently people are called to do. We are called to be faithful. And to be faithful, we have to demonstrate ourselves and our faith in courage. And so this message really, it's about Daniel and how he he stood firm and he trusted God and the lions didn't eat him up. But this story is about more of a modern day Daniel, a guy by the name of Joe Kennedy. Who stood up and prayed in front of all the media and prayed in front of all the school board and prayed in front of all the parents. Lost his job took it to the court system, and was exonerated. I, You know, I'm not telling you to go out there and look for trouble, my friends. But I really, really, really want you to understand that there's a lot to this faith thing. There's a lot to this courage thing. There's a lot going on in this world. I want you to know that some point in your day today, your faith in something will be challenged. And you're going to be called, and you're going to be called to take action in your faith. And whether you pronounce your beliefs or you stand firm in your beliefs or not, is going to be this action of taking faith, and that will be this courage that I'm talking to you about. The courage in supporting your faith is how we're going to develop our character in our business model set. It's how we're going to develop our character in our relationships. It's going to be how we build our character, right, and our personal growth. We can't be like the wind. Romans 12.2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. You see, Coach Joe and Daniel, they, they were challenged, but they did not conform to the pattern of this world. but they transformed by the renewing of their minds. They steadfast in their principled beliefs. They steadfast in their biblical beliefs. They steadfast in their faith. And by demonstrating that and taking action in their faith, they showed us courage. The sad part as I read this about Coach Joe, as I close is, is that Joe Kennedy strode alone to the midfield, knelt, and prayed for about 10 seconds after the Burlington High School football team beat visiting Mount Douglas. Kennedy was not joined by any athletes or others on a nearly empty field. There was scattered applause. Listen, man, I'm telling you right now, I want you to get up right now. I want you to understand that you're not playing to an audience of thousands. You're playing to an audience of one. You're playing for yourself. You're playing for your God. You're playing for your convictions. You're playing for your faith. You need to understand that this is what you are about. This is your time, your mind, your tribe. You have to understand that if you're not going to stand up to your faith, your understandings, and you're not going to demonstrate in action that you do believe in God or you do believe in the point that you're trying to make, that you're not showing courage. Courage. I want courage from you. Take action in your faith. You and Coach Joe and Daniel. So get out there. I want you to look for it today. I want you to bring it on like Donkey Kong. I want you to let it rip potato trip. You are Daniel. God gave us Daniel for this message, and for you to understand that God will not fail you. Get out there, let it rip, potato chip. Have faith, take action in faith, and show us your courage. Who are you? God bless you guys. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Thursday. I'm on a plane to Angola. I'm gonna see my studio up there and all Heather and the whole game. We got a lot to do. Talk to you soon. This has been the Wired of